Hey, so welcome everybody. We are coming towards the end. We're Mamash at the end. By the way, the Mandy Warsh album is coming out this week. So it's really Mamash at the end. It's like all Mashiach songs. So get ready. It's funny. I was like listening back to my earlier classes because um, I was preparing for something and I teach in the city. So I'm always like, oh, I listen back to my old classes and I talk about like things that feel like so long ago. And I'm like, it's only a few months ago, but so much has happened. Like I was talking about like the Collecting Sparks album and things that were happening, but this week is coming out and it's an incredible album. And I'm telling you, like each one is a class on its own. Like this is really kind of what I also want to do is, um, is learn like the albums of music. So in our Women's Center, which I said we're going to have, and by the way, I, don't, I didn't see it included in Mexico City, but there's going to be babysitting. So there'll be like a jungle gym for like all the kids. You can drop them off, go get a manicure, go to class, all that. We'll, and we'll, we'll, take, we'll take a branch in Northwood. We'll take a branch. Oh, you want a Northwood yeah, branch? And then Northwood. <laughs> no, we'll come here. You'll come here. It'll be a five-town center. Yeah. But like, it's happening. We're thinking, I was talking to Yako Galen, the yid on the street, like his wife, and I'm always like, are you like Rebbiton on the street? Like, who are you? Like, could you help us with this? So she is like getting involved and we're like, let's Let's go. Let's do this. Um, okay, so Sarah's going to be in charge of the babysitter. <laughs> Should I tell them something? It's fine. You know what? By the way, I was thinking this morning that when I listen to Shay's Taleb's classes, he does it in Leviat Talk Library, and there's always kids in the background. Like in, And I'm always, every time I'm listening to it, like I'm in the car by myself, I'm like, did I forget somebody in the car? Like, whatever. And I'm like, you know what? It's the noises of kids. It's good. Um, also, no, I know. Like, right. And also, like, when you talk. It's so interesting, because I feel like if it's not your child, you don't care. Yeah. Did he come out of my body? Until you said something, I like, didn't. You didn't even hear. Okay, fine. Perfect. When they say mommy, When they say mommy, look. Okay, fine. So we're going to start. We're really like mommish at the end, like the album. Um, and we will just recap starting from 41, okay? Because that's where we've been like holding. That was the concept of the emotions, the meditations. And we spoke about what are the, like, the two main emotions that we we're like going to discuss, that we were discussing. Fear and love. Okay, so what we're gonna do today is like I wish I had like a like a board and we could put things on the right side and the left side. So let's start making a list of all the things that go on the right side and the left side. That's what we're gonna do today. And if anybody wants to write it, I see Aaron has her notebook. So if you want to write it, sometimes for me I always compartmentalize things in like two lists. So we're gonna start with fear and love. So we started in 41 and we started saying that our we we all of this is our basis, all of our basis of our motivation for serving Hashem has to start with yeah. with Yira. It has to start with awe, it has to start with fear. It has to which by the way, another word that we call for it is like respect and boundaries and all, but it all has to start with Yira. Rachel Chachma Yira Sashem, right? And then we went a little bit more and then we said that what is the lowest level of fear? What? Yeah. Oh, years poshes, yes. But before that, like, what's even? I have more in the kitchen. Right? <laughs> getting, in um, getting in trouble, right? Like being fearful of Hashem, like that. In, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get punished. That was the lowest level, but that's like the most. That's the, the the basis of it. Oh, hi, welcome. Yes, there are cheers in the kitchen. Okay, we have a new member today. I'm like, um, I have a bumper sticker for you. Um, so you were not. You still don't have one. Oh, they're on the table. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everybody gets a bumper sticker. Um, okay, so we spoke about also when we spoke about awe. Um, Sarah, Dorian came at perfect time because we're doing like a recap of everything. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so we spoke about awe and we said that awe is connected to who? Oh my gosh, it's his What? Moshe Arvina, right? Today's his And then I'm like, 
Maybe really it's not like it's Adar Aleph, so I'm not sure. But it's definitely like a Bechina of his So then it's Adar, right? Yeah. Really? That he was Nifter and Adar Aleph? Really? I, I believe it. I missed our Adar I know, we missed our Adar Aleph here. Rabbi Yassi was supposed to speak here, and I was like, I want to hear about Adar Aleph, and we missed it. So I'll hear by Adar Aleph. Um, okay, so we said that the inter- if you tap into your internal Moshe Rabbeinu, then it's not hard to have Yira. Why? Because what does Moshe Rabbeinu impart on us? Moshe Rabbeinu imparts this humility, right? And he is the, 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 the Bechina. What's his Midah? Remember we said there's Chachma, Bina, and Das. And Moshe Rabbeinu is that idea of tapping into your internal Das, that everybody has a piece of Moshe Rabbeinu inside of them. And that little piece of Moshe Rabbeinu inside of you makes Yira not hard for you because... You have that ability of das. And what's that ability of das? To be able to meditate on very big ideas, on very big abstract ideas, until they become something real, until they become concrete. And once they become concrete, they then transfer from over here to over here into your heart, and then you go from intellect, it flows into your emotion. Okay, then we spoke about two levels of love, two levels of awe, your esposhas, um, and we spoke about two levels of ava, right? Ava rava, ava solam, looking at the world, recognizing that Hashem created this world. I must love Hashem because Hashem created this world. Then we also said that you could even go deeper and there's another level of Ahava that is totally just gifted from Hashem, right? And you have to get to a very high level. All these different things. Everyone's like looking like it's been a week. But like, it's okay because bottom line, you need awe and you need, you need Yira and you need Ava. And if you have those two and one leads to the other, that's good, okay? Then we spoke about one way, there was like another midah that we tapped into. Let's say that you're not feeling loving. You're not feeling giving. You can go to a back door. What's the alleyway, like behind cork and slice? Like what's that hidden way that takes you to love? What? Mercy, yes. Compassion. And in Hebrew, it's rachamim, which is teferis, right? Okay, so teferis, which is... Graciousness? Like being gracious to someone? Like giving grace? Like giving grace? Is that what Tiferis means? Oh, is that what grace is? No, I think, no, Tiferis is Rachman. Tiferis means oh, Rachman. Which, is, so what, what really it is, maybe it is, I don't know what grace is. Grace is like such a southern name. I don't know what grace is. It's so Christian. Giving grace, right? It's like giving compassion with love. It is compassion. Maybe it is. I like that. It's seeing person for what he is, the truth, and still loving him. Right. Because Hans said like, Right, it doesn't matter. Like pink glasses. Right, everything is beautiful, and also it's because you are in that chesed zone. Right, so then it is, it is grace. It's seeing the person for who it is. It's like I have this money, and I could give it to every single person at this table, or I could take this money, or I could say nobody has this, nobody needs it, everybody's fine. Right, we all have the five cents. Like we don't have to shop at Bingo, even though I'm so excited to go to Bingo. Um, right, but you what? It's the truth. Traumatic. 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 Okay, fine. I don't know why I'm saying Bingo is Yara, but like a little bit. Um, and then the idea where. I'll say I'll take this money and I'll give it to the person that needs. So it's not just it's like one glass is, is pink and the other one is like, I guess I don't know what. What would be the opposite of it? Like clear, clear. I see you. You don't deserve it, but I'm gonna give it to you because maybe today you're gonna use the money for the right thing. It's like this unconditional, like positive regard for somebody. Like, unconditional positive regard for somebody is really chesed. Positive regard, not like I forgive you for. Chesed? I think chesed is chesed all is of that, right? Chesed is that, no, and then no. Is like, it doesn't really matter how I feel or what you've done. I'm just going to give you this compassion and so kindness. It's more about you. So, one second. Wait. Compassion, rachamim, is I'm going to give you because you deserve it and because I feel like you need it. I'm going to give. Maybe you today. It or because you 
he wants to be a little bit of both it's that blend right Cyrus gave a very good example last week I forgot what it was like let's say the kid who's always in trouble right the kid who's always in trouble it really deserves to get out but if I feel today with if I can if I and I don't love you today because you're making a lot of trouble but if I can tap into a side door which is called Rachamim then I'll let you stay in class today. he doesn't deserve it, he doesn't deserve it but I went another way Right, I went a back route to get it. Because my original thing was, I woke up in a mood of judgment. I woke up in a mood of yira. I woke up in a mood of like, no, you have to go to school today. But I have compassion on you, so I'm going to come through the back door. So that was that. Then we spoke about reciprocal love, right? We spoke about kamayim alpanim alpanim. But if you look at somebody and you see your reflection within them, then you start to love them. If you get into a school, of course, you're going to want to go to that school, right? If you get into a certain place, then you automatically want to. So it's reciprocal love. We explained that some people who are sadly not healthy don't understand reciprocal love like don't know that if somebody loves them like i feel like every like dramatic like movie storyline is like he loves me but he doesn't deserve me like i don't deserve him no if he loves you love him back you know what i mean like it's a warped way of thinking like like romance like novels like chase cap gave this example like romance novels where like somebody really really loves you then you're the, the correct and healthy way of doing it is loving that person back not being like i don't deserve you right and then they run off into the virus like romeo and juliet like something like that. Um, then we spoke about that this idea of reciprocal love happened every single day to us because we remember that Hashem took us out from the lowest place of Mitzrayim and he pulled us out literally from the garbage. And not only did he take us out of the garbage, he brought us to Harsinai and he married us and then he gave us uh, like a way of like a commitment. He gave us the Torah, right? So that Torah is what binds that relationship. So we think about that every single day, then we're good to go. And how do we think about that every single day? We remember, you see us in Triumph every single day. We're like, Hashem took us out of the garbage, took us from the lowest place, the 49th level of Toma, right? And he brought us back, and now we're in a very holy place, and now we feel loved, and that would stir up emotion for me to love Hashem. Good morning. Um, okay, then we ended off last week. And maybe remember what we spoke about last week? We gave a whole, we started off with like a whole big philosophical idea of, started with a T. Or in Hebrew, it's Sadi, where Hashem restricts himself. Timta. We we gave like a whole anatomy class on like how this not anatomy, sorry. Um, uh, what's that other science that like talks about the world? Um, not astronomy. Maybe it's wrong. It starts with like a. P. Is it philosophy? No, not philosophy. It's like studying the way that the world was created, like the cosmos and like physics. Physics? No, it's not physics. No. That took a while. No, like isn't physics like I know that took a while. I'm physics having like word machine voices. No, it's for all of us. You got um, it. I, I'm you thinking know, like, like physics is motion. Oh, I was thinking about Hashem restricting himself like as he was creating the world. No, we don't have any scientists here. Like no, any? Huh? <laughs> um, okay, so how, what? So what we explained was that Hashem, in order to create this world. Hashem created, Hashem did this thing called Simsum, where Hashem restricted himself. He pulled back himself in order for this to be a world. So like Hashem is all there. I'm going to look at Sarah right now because it's like she's hearing it for the first time. When Hashem created this world in order to create this world and for us to have Bechira and for us to be separate unity from him, he had to pull himself back through layers and layers and layers. And then once he created so many layers, it looks almost as if this world is actually happening without Hashem. But we know back and forth, we know back in our head that really we're all back. We're all connected to Hashem. But in this lowest place in the world, we feel independent. And the fact that Hashem had to make himself small, wow, that like is so hard. Like I don't like making myself small. I like to be big. And the fact that Hashem did that because he loves us, that will bring me to love Hashem. 
So we spoke about how Simpson leads you to loving Hashem. Hashem had to go through a process where he minimized himself, where he condensed himself to something so small so that we can feel like people and we could cook and we could, like this morning I'm like making challah and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm bringing bread into the house. And I'm like, wow, like Hashem made space for me to feel this good. I love him. I now love Hashem more. Now my challah is infused with love and everybody who eats it is filled with love. And it's, it's like, you know, um, exponential. Right, I, just, I missed last week. What is just a translation of symptom? Okay, so actual translation of ch- symptom is like constriction. Like, um, we also said like Hashem condensed himself, not to be confused with condensation, um, <laughs> but Hashem condensed himself. He made himself smaller. And so when he made himself smaller, like thesaurus. This yeah. episode. Yes. Definitely. Like, this would be bad, but that would not I, be bad. By the way, that's why, why we, right, that's why we need a list. You're trying to make a list. Okay, so today we're going to further that list one more. Okay, so that was Tzimtzum. So now I come to love Hashem because of Tzimtzum. And Hashem inconvenienced himself. I'll inconvenience myself for him. I'll do things even though I don't really want to. Even though it doesn't really make sense for me to wait six hours. Like, really? Like, what's happening in my stomach with the Parmesan cheese? I, mean, I was, like, having such an internal battle. My sister-in-law gave me this recipe, Shafra, for these, like, amazing stuffed shells, and it has Parmesan in it. And I really wanted to eat the leftovers, but I also wanted to eat supper. And I was, like, looking at these, like, stuffed shells. I'm like, what would Tanya say? Like... Yeah, and then I actually found out that it's shredded Parmesan, and if it's cooked, and it's really okay, you can wait one hour, but like, those few minutes that I was like simmering over it, I was like, Hashem, you inconvenienced yourself for me, I'll inconvenience myself for you, even though I really want these stuff, they were like, they're like the best recipe, I know, it's huge, right? I'm like so proud of this. I need a mitzvah though. Um, okay, so So we didn't really go into there because that's really a whole other class on its own of why Hashem actually made himself small. Because like thinking about Hashem making himself small is... So we will feel independent. Hashem wants us to feel independent. Hashem like wants us to feel child. I feel bad that like I'm nailing my back is to you. No, it's okay. So let's You're good? Okay, yeah. So when you have to look for something more, the reward is so much better. You have to look for something like more. Like when you're looking for like a pair of shoes, I know you like this. Yeah. <laughs> And you have to pay like duties, and then you have to like. So that's the same thing. If you were so easily accessible, it wouldn't be so much more rewarding when you do finally connect. It's like. By the way, I have, I, I, I will save it, I'll spare it for everybody, but like I had this thing with shoes. I literally was waiting for a year. I finally found the ones that I wanted and then I went to the mall and they closed at seven, but it was like 6.45 and they're like, we can't get you them from the back. I almost cried to like the Christian Dior lady. I was like, oh, like, these are my, these are for Yantif, like I need these shoes or whatever. And then in the end, like it shipped and it came to my house, but every time I put it on, I'll always think about that. So yeah. But also like when you me. You know which mashal will like get to my heart. When you finally connect, you could get like, Chills, it's like so right, you know, it's so easily accessible. It wouldn't be the same right, 100%. 100%. Generally, people put themselves as like the person who did the work to do it instead of connecting it that like Hashem, you right. know what I mean? And like, that's where like the whole Kochi, Kochi that's a right. right? Like, I put in the work, and that's why I well, got that's this whole job, job, and that's why I, right, right, but that's. 
That's the constriction. Is that like you're thinking that you're big and how are you? You know, today's class is like a drop. Also, like I wasn't fully understanding, and I almost called you yesterday on my way home from work. I'm like, I should really go over with somebody on this, but okay. This, so now we're going to move on. Okay, thank you, everybody, for this, like, wrap-up. It was very good. Um, now we're going to talk about one last way of love. One last love. This is, like, the, the last one. We're going to end with this, and then we have three more chapters. Um, but we're going to talk about today is a different type of love, and why this love is different is because if you remember, like, the way that we plotted everything, the way that we plotted everything, we put everything kind of on the right side and the left side. So let's start building the right side. What belongs on the right side? What me does on the right side? Yeah. Giving. What, in, what is that in Hebrew? This is for you, Aaron. Take uh, notes. Let's go. <laughs> I feel like class is rowdy today. Like, okay. Okay. So we have. Okay. So we have chesed. We have giving. What else do we have? What what character trait? What emotion? Love. Okay. Ava. Which person? Who's the which which Torah personality? Avram. Right. Okay. No boundaries. No boundaries. Magnanimous. Big. Right. Giving. Flowing. Everything. Right. Whatever you want. I'm in the mood. You can have it. Right. It's all Shefa. All the time. Right. What um, element would you say is related to flowing and giving? Water. 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 Hold fire. One second. Water. Why? Why is that water? It flows by the way. Like I think about this all the time. Like I think about like Shefa, right? Like that's a word that we say a lot in our house, which I've never heard until I, I don't know, maybe like six years ago. I was like, what is this word? Shefa showers. Um, it's actually like the first song that my husband wrote in this house. I was like, okay, Shefa, what does that mean? Right? So Shefa's rain, right? Shefa flows from above to below, right? What? That was for your windows. That was for my windows? Oh, yes. Windows came in. And that's the windows. It was. when it was raining? It was raining. It's on your house. It was raining in my house. Yeah, like the first week we were here. Yeah. yeah. You know, like you move into the house, like the first week and you're like, wow, okay, let's get the towels, let's get the buckets, chef a shower. Um, so, chef up flows, right? It's actually, by the way, the concept of like bracha. Abundance. Abundance, right? Concept of bracha. It's like drawing down from above to below, okay? So, chesed is this drawing down from above to below. It's water. Water always flows. Not drawing down. Like, there's no need to draw it down. It, it actually flows down. Yes, runs. exactly. Water's character trait, like a fluid, a fluid, a liquid, right? It's Going back really to science, right? <laughs> is that it, it, it needs a shape. It needs something it to hold it. It needs somewhere to go. It needs somewhere to go. And by the way, that's why what starts first? <clears throat> the left side, right? But now we're talking about chesed. We're talking about water flows. It needs something to catch it. It needs a container. It needs a bin. And it also takes the shape of anything, and it just goes. Okay. Now let's go to the left side, okay? Left is what? What mida? Yera, what, who, which person is that? Yitzchak, right? Yitzchak, who's restricted, bound, right? What um, emotion is it? Fear, self-discipline, gvura, yeah, all of that, right? Okay, so we have these two things. Now, what element would it be? Fire. Fire. Tinsum sounds like it like fits into that. Tinsum definitely is part of the world of gvura. It's essential part. A hundred percent. When you make um. You know the comparison, yeah. the Venn diagram? Yeah, the Venn diagram, right. So, so Simpson we have, has to be in the middle, no? Where does Simpson fall, Mary? <laughs> because, well, Simpson... <laughs> like, this is middle. like my... Uh, I, I agree that it, well, I don't... I, I agree that it should that fall it's in the full. middle because in order for us to have free choice, then, then it has a balance. Middle. So it's a balance. It's so, yeah. <laughs> so it is. Yeah. It's a balance. So we have two scales, okay? So we now we're filling up... We filled up our right side, and now our left side is all about Yira... And it's fire. Now, fire, what is fires? And I, I, I brought my candle here for demonstration. Okay, we have, you know, today is like a busy day. What is the nature of fire? Fire always goes up, 
right? Think about it. Fire is related to this idea where I don't want to be here. I just want to go back to my source. Sound familiar? Did we have this conversation with Hanukkah time? Oh, how? Tell me. Were we talking about... Oros and Kalim. Oros and Kalim, right. We were saying that Kalim carries it, right. The lights go up. So the idea, the nature of fire is that it always wants to go up. It's always going from down, from, from below to above. Water comes from above to below. By the way, just to add another character trait to each of these, there are two types of people in Kali Yisrael that relate to this concept of chased and gvura, of water and fire. And they happen to be from a certain shevet, and within that shevet there's two types. I'm giving you a lot of hints. What shevet can be broken up into two different types of... Not Menashe and Ephraim, sorry. Maybe I'm not... Levi, yeah, how so? What, what, what do you have in, in Levi? Kohanim and Levi. So now that you answered, I'm going to go with you. Which one belongs on which side? Who is 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 the Kohanim would be right and Levi? Yes, Kohanim would be right. Think about Kohanim. Birchas Kohanim. We're drawing down bracha from above to below. They are the ones that it comes through. It flows through them. It's now Levim. What are Levim known for? Shira. What is what is song? What is nigin? Nigan, even by the way, when you sing, like I took therapy, not for singing, they do the service, right? They do the service and they also sing. It's characterized by their singing. Like when you really actually sing, you're supposed to slightly lift up so that your ear blows, goes through your vocal cords, like correctly, right? Thank you. I have a voice therapist. Do anybody? Anybody ever has to do voice therapy? No? Nobody ever misses you. Arlene Rice, she lives over here, yeah. So she, you always have to like slightly lift up and literally you're, you're yearning to go somewhere else. They're like, I'm ready to leave this place. I, singing a niggin, by the way, niggin, think about what a niggin does. It takes you somewhere else. It takes you somewhere else. It's almost like I don't want to be here. I want to go up, right? I just want to leave this place and I want to go up. Which, by the way, can sometimes be confused with like wanting to escape this world, wanting to totally leave this world, which... Like meditation. Like meditation, but like almost like to, like to the biggest degree would be like exactly what our neshama feels when it comes down to this earth. It's like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. I just want to go back up. Remember all like the way in the beginning? Like our nefesh kiss. That's what I was waiting for. Yes. <laughs> our nefesh <laughs> Maybe little neshama. Little neshama. I listened to it last night. That's, that's what it is. Um, that's exactly what Sarge, you want to sing? We have everything. We have demonstration. <laughs> Come with me, little neshama. I, the neshama doesn't want to come here, and then the second it comes here, it doesn't want to leave here, right? So it's like, it, it's like, it's a catch-22, which actually what we're going to talk about today. So now we have these two sides. We have Kohanim on one side, Levim on the other side. We have Chesed, Gvura, Ava, Yira, water, fire, right? All of these things are happening. What is happening here? When you characterize love, which side does love come from? It comes from the right. What we're going to learn today is a love that comes from the left. Okay, so that was like all just the dramatic setup for what we're going to learn today. Okay, so what is this love that comes from the left side? Um, so the Baltanya actually refers to it as a fiery love. Okay, so now fire, um, we said it comes from this side, right? But love comes from this side. So that's why it's like a fiery love. And it's, it's one second, we're going to get to it. It's, it's a little hard and I'm going to get you riled up for one second and then I'll pull back, okay? So it's like this. It's this fiery love that's made out of, and he, the way that he explains it is that it's, it's silver. What's silver? Silver is kesef, right? Silver is one of the metals. It's a precious metal. It's not the best metal, right? But it's, it's, it is. I tried to sell my silver recently. Like, nothing. It's worth absolutely <laughs> nothing. I like took all everything because I want to get like a big life store. So I'm like, 
take my trays and take my, uh, my, my two candlesticks and throw in my son's menorah and like an extra becher that we got from like whatever. And they're like, $800. I was like, okay, forget it. I'm like, I pack it all up, right? I'm like, okay, this is coming back with me. But silver, what is gold? Silver is like, and this, I, I, I did not verify. So if anybody wants, is anybody like an alchemist? What's the person who studies metal? I don't know. I just made that up. It, is it? I, we, we need a thesaurus, so we need a dictionary here. Is, is like silver, uh, the way that Rabbi Tab explains it, is that silver is like fire. Fire in silver makes it gold. It's like silver with a with a fiery. When you burn off the. Like when you burn it, like it's like a fiery you with silver. It turns to gold. It turns to gold. Like let's start burning your silver. Let's start burning my silver. Not really. The color looks like gold. It doesn't turn to gold. Like tarnished. Yeah. I heard this really nice concept that when why we use silver for like. To elevate a mitzvah, like you know, right. I, like, I don't connect to silver. I'm very nice. I literally just heard this last night. Oh, really? Silver tarnishes, and therefore, we have to remember that when we do a mitzvah, that you know, it could get stale and tarnish and like to constantly polish yourself. Whoa, Whoa that's so nice. Wow, I like that. Okay, now I'm gonna get back to silver. Let's go. Um, okay, so silver is like, it's, it's actually silver, but what it, it can look like gold when you light fire into it. When you put fire into the silver, it has that fiery use. So that's why this love that comes from the left side, which is not really supposed to be plotted on the left side, it belongs on the right side, but because it is, sorry, leave them, it's fine. But because it's, um, because it's silver and we ignite it with fire of Yira, it looks like it's gold. It's like fool's gold almost, right? Okay. So let's, sorry, they're fine. They're upstairs. Leave them. Don't worry. Um, okay. So, so now we have this idea of that this love that comes from the left is fire love. So what is this kind of love that comes from the left side? So it goes like this. It's this idea where I love Hashem so much. I want to remove myself so, and this is, by the way, a meditation. Okay, so now we're starting the meditation. What are we supposed to think when we want to tap into this golden love that comes from the left side? We have to think <coughs> in this deep way. We have to think that, like, wow, I don't care anything about this physical world. All I want to do is go back up to my creator. I don't want any physicality. I don't want anything because I love Hashem so much. Consumption, yeah, that's a good word. Like I want to be totally consumed with Hashem. All, all I need is Hashem. I don't even need a body. I don't even need any physicality. I don't need any shoes that I'm hunting down from some kind of mall. I don't need anything. I just want to be one with Hashem. And it's also a very private kind of love because it's just me and Hashem. It's like this really, I'm really just connecting to Hashem, kind of like in my own personal space. But I love Hashem so much. Yeah. Okay, it's free. I love Hashem so much that I just want everything else to fall away. I don't need anything else. It's almost like me just floating back up to Hashem. Can you think of a story in Torah that this happened to somebody? Somebody wanted to connect so much to Hashem that they literally... Our own sons, right? What happened? So they ended up, right? No, but the, if you think about it, if you learn it in Panemius, what they wanted to do was they were trying to tap into this love 
so much, they forgot to come back. But if you tap into this love of only wanting to be Hashem, what did they do? Actually, think about the story of Nadav and They went in, they took their stuff, they took their, their pots, right? And they run into the Kodesh Hashem, which is the holiest place, which is like the most intimate place that you can be with Hashem. And they were totally consumed. I love that you said that word, Essie. Totally consumed with Hashem. That literally, it says their bodies just went up. As a kid, we were told that this is like, the saddest story, this is terrible, like, oh my goodness, you have to always have Yira before Ava, right? That, anybody taught this story when they were a kid? Like, it was almost seen like they, it we have to, it was seen as a negative thing, right? Well, it is negative, but everybody has this type of love that we're all going to die. Right, but also remember that every story that's recorded in the Torah is really there for us to learn something, right? So what are we learning from this story? And where did they make a mistake? And was it really the biggest mistake? And what do we, what do we learn from this? So this idea where you tap into this fiery love from the side of Yira can almost seem like suicidal, right? It's like, I don't need anything here. I don't want anything here. What's the problem with that? What do we know that really we know there's a problem with that? Because we belong here. Yeah, the we do have a purpose. purpose. It's almost yeah. like the way, like, the I'm like, drama up the thing. Yeah, right. Dear right? We learn. What do we learn? We have to make a world here. We have to make a world here. We're supposed to make a world here. Everything happened for us here. So why am I saying I'm totally leaving this world? Right? Like, why do I just want to escape from this world and just leave this world? So here's this idea um, that we're going to, it's actually, I, I had a hard time grasping it because when I first heard this, I'm like, this is so wrong. This doesn't make sense. All I've been learning and teaching, and we've been like having chabrusas about this, is that like everything that we are doing is to be here and engage in this world, to live in this world, even if it's hard for us. Because it almost sounds like neshama shenasat, right? Like the neshama that we were given, all it wants to do is go back up, literally characterized by the fire, right? Literally, like just bring me up, bring me up, bring me up. But I was told that everything that was here is we're supposed to be using it, we're supposed to be engaging it. So that's why I was like struggling with this a little bit. So let's try to understand how to tap into this fiery love. So um, she used to have gave this um, amazing story, like on a mashal, and I want to just make sure that okay, his name was the Poltaverov. Never heard of him before. He actually has a niggin. Avram Fruit covers it. So if anybody wants to listen to it after. Um, he, I always, when you hear a rav and then you connect to the niggin, it's like I connected to the niggin Levi Yitzchak and then I had a baby Levi Yitzchak. Like, you know, it's like people listen to like the ribbons or niggin. I know, right? Like you, when you connect to a tzaddik and you connect to their niggin, it's probably the deepest way because literally it's the, their neshama. Like you're tapping into their neshama. If you think about it now, also now that you know what song does, Song takes you to another place. If you want to tap into that other place, a higher place, it goes through song. That's why I'm always talking about songs connected to meditations because songs bring you somewhere else. So here's the idea. When he, he gave this story about the Paul Tavarov that he slept his, the last 30 years of his life, he slept on a bench in Shul. Like, you know, like that line, there's like, Paspa Melech Tochel, like in Pirkei Abos, like literally like Slept on, slept on a bench, lived his whole life there, ate meals in the shul, like whatever was available, tradition soup, just like lived like the most minimalistic life. Steinman. What? Steinman. Steinman. Right. Like a total life like that, removing himself totally from physicality, and this is how he lived his life. Then it says that in the last few days of his life, he was really like lamenting the fact that he mistreated his body, and he said... If I only slept on a bed the last 30 years, maybe I could put tefillin on for one more day. And then he was nifter. And like Hasidim, like we're hearing the story and they were like so confused. It was such a paradox. Like here he is, he's the epitome of like removing himself from physicality, living on a bench, connecting, literally living that life of fiery love, 
a life, a love that connects from Yira. And he was saying, had I only done this, I would have been able to put on film one more day. So how do you interpret that? Like, how do you feel about that? He was doing tshuva for something bad, like quote unquote. Like for him, it was wrong. So that was my first thought. I thought that also. I was like, wow. He realized that he probably should have been sleeping on 100, 200% Egyptian cotton bed linen, and then he would have been able to put on to maybe until he was 110. That was like my first thought, which I think it can definitely be a point. But so let's take like, it one step deeper. Like also, like, like you also live your life without like being on a bench. Like you, you could. You could find the balance, definitely. Definitely, and I think that that's probably the goal. Like, maybe just 100% Egyptian cotton, like, two pillows, not four pillows. Fine, right? So maybe Malachim like don't have this, like, it's, they're so close to Hashem, but they're not, they're literally with Hashem, but they don't have, they don't have the test that we have in this world. So, you know, having, living on, li- having, sleeping on a bed would have given him more of a test in this world, but when you're so connected to Hashem, you don't have that. You don't have that, right. You don't. So in a way, like when I first heard this, I was like, wow, he's doing tshuva. Like he's doing it. But then the Hasidim, like they like touched it up more, like a little bit. And they went even further and they said, one second, he might be the only person who can say something like this. He might be the only one who slept on a bench for 30 years, knows what it's like to totally remove himself from physicality and only wants to be with Hashem. He's a person who's his neshama, like, Avi Romberg couldn't sing it loud enough, like when his neshama was coming down. Like, he did not want to come here. He was a person who did not want to be here and removed himself from as much physicality as possible. Did he think that he was going to get to a higher level if he would have actually been in a bed and in a different place comfortably or taking care of himself a little bit better? So probably not. But... Only a person who doesn't want to be here can make a statement like that. Only he who removed himself so much from physicality, who doesn't really want to be here, can say, bottom line, Hashem wants me to be here and put on tefillin. But I, I, you know what's so hard for me because all I want to do is back, be a back up there with Hashem. But because I know what it feels like, because I, I know I was placed down here, I'm a person who can say, wow, I, I, I realize that you have to go up to be able to come down to be able to go back up. So he should have taken the most advantage when he was here? He wasn't regretting what he did. He was just admitting that there is a part of Hashem that wants him to be down here also, and he really, really understands that, even though he really, really wants to be up there. So are you asking why he died? It's not easy to understand. So for 30 years he was resenting that he was here? He wasn't resenting he was here. He was trying to... If I say it, I'm just justifying my love for company. There we go. He's saying it. It comes from... Exactly. Anybody who... a really non-Jewish idea? Like the priests and the monks and the... But here's the thing. We always bring it back down. We always bring it back down because but by it's then not the typical way. Of it's not the like, typical. We don't want to raise our children like this. Remember, remember. Let's take, let's, take let's, let's, let's take it back. Let's take it back. So how can we take this to our us. personal? Okay, life? so let's pull it back one second. On let's remember first of all that this is not actually real. Nobody should be sleeping on a bench, and this is only things that we should be thinking about in order to stir up love, right? Okay, so I'm always like, let's put it into that context, just like we did with Simpson. We went into a whole thing about Simpson. And we're like, just remember, Hashem made himself small for me. I'm going to make myself small for Hashem. This is the same thing. Just remember, 
You don't have to actually sleep on the floor for 30 years. Even though when I first moved into my house, my beds were not ready. And I slept on the floor for two months um, on a mattress. But we still on the floor. And then I, like, when I switched to bed, I was like, I don't even know what to do with myself. Like, I was like, what is this feeling, right? Of like not having to, it was great for like my back happens to be, but I don't suggest it. But only a person, like, like, like you were just saying, like, if I say this, if I, if I would make a comment like this, it's like, I really, and this is where I, I need to work on, and I think we all need to work on, most people look at this world and they say, okay, I love this world so much. How am I going to find Hashem in this world? Oh, I'm going to bring Hashem into this world by looking at this world, whatever. This is a person who's looking from upstairs and saying, I don't even really want to be here, but I know Hashem wants me to be here, so I'm going to do the things that Hashem wants me to do, even though I don't want to do it, even though, really, I just want to be back up there. But you always have to connect it back down here. So let me give you one more story. Anybody else have any other comments about the story or how they feel they can interpret it. Because it's a very confusing story. It's not like... I, I think you could be like, okay, so I really want to be up there with Hashem, but Hashem wants me here. But like while Hashem talking. put me here, I might as well enjoy it a little bit. But I really want to be up there. It's, well, the earlier I, I, chapter I, I, said the, the whole idea goal isn't to be... To be... Um, a, a tzaddik. Right. Your goal right. Your so this is, like Larry Crawford said, this is a tzaddik. This is the poet of a rod. He's a huge tzaddik. The end of his story was basically to teach his tummy that you don't have to sleep on a bed. That's actually it. He was telling his, he was telling his chassidim, you don't have to sleep on a bed. He was giving them like a little like wink. Like, for me, this is what my, my body was able to handle for what I was able to do. But yes. Really, if I slept on a bed, maybe I could have had the kayak to do it one more day. But this is obviously what my neshama, like, I'll further this one more. There's another story with the Vilna Gon, like, also when he was on his deathbed. Everybody drops, like, big stories on their deathbed. And on his deathbed, he was, like, clutching onto his, like, talus. And he was saying, like, and he was holding onto it. And they're like, whoa, what's holding onto it? Like, he was very also calm, peace. Like, it was a very peaceful moment. He said, in this world, I could buy this for a few pennies, right? And I could wear it and it could bring me to the highest places. But in the next world... There's no pennies, there's no talus, there's no way out for me to connect Hashem. I'll be one with Hashem, but I know down here at bottom line it comes down to this. It comes down to this world being able to work things out in this world and do the things that we need to do. So he was, yes, he was kind of leaving his, his, his chassidim like a parting gift saying like, every neshama, by the way, has ways to connect, but if you want to connect to this fiery love, you have to be able to go down to be able to go up to be able to come back down. Okay? Any other, you want to add something? Yeah, I want to add, like, I'm thinking about, like, let's say you have a relationship with a child and a chef. So, Hashem, like, for you yourself, you don't need to sit there and go to slumo or do, like, like a physical thing. But you, and then you come to us, like, I don't need this, I don't need this. And then you're like, Hashem wants me to do this with my kid. Like, Ooh, sit down. Come back. Right. Yeah. So, like, so yes, good. I'm going to go to slumo. I'm going to take her for manicures. I'm going to, you know, do them. Oh, you can't take like, me to the mall. <laughs> 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 like, but you know what? If I connect the mall so to like, Hashem, I don't need I it. Like I know my purpose is for Hashem, but actually Hashem wants, wants me to these. sit there and give it to my child or to my so spouse who good. needs that vacation that I don't need, but my spouse needs it. And that's what Hashem wants me to do. Well, right what about you need it? Then you're in chapters yeah. like 34, 35, 36. Because we don't need it and we, we remove ourselves, those things, sometimes we, Hashem wants us to do it. Not the vacation you need, but let's say the thing that you don't need, right? Because we don't know. Like right. I, I just chose vacation. Like there are things that you don't need. Physical right? urge. 
how are we going to make it not about ourselves and bring Hashem into it? I thought that's like what we were. So it is. It's, there's time. many layers of it. Can you give like a, a concrete example? Like okay, so I'm going to give you a story, by the way, I'll, 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 and I'll end with this. Not about about me. Okay, so there was a story. Um, his name was. What is this last Okay, Das, bring it back in. Make sure Abinu, it's his yard side. Let's do it down. Okay. Like, why do we need these things? So, like, a house, right? We only we're in a bigger house and this, and we're all like working so hard to get it, and like, so like, she is coming, or we're gonna die. Like, do we really need the house? But like, right now, that's our purpose. Right. Right. So, right. so, so, right. right. so we have to use Those it. Those are earlier chesed. Everything is here to serve. Okay, so let me say this story. Okay. Maybe this story will make it more sense. I told you I, I probably should have had a chavrusajav with Paloma before yesterday to like fully understand this, but here it is. Okay, so he gives the story, and I forgot the chassid's name. His first name was Ruvain, and he was a chabad chassid. So he tells the story of this yid who um, his father was a big tzaddik, and they lived in Eretz Yisrael, and he maybe was a little bit of a tougher father, but anyway, he instilled certain things in his son that his son rejected it all and said, "I'm out. Like I, this is not for me." And he went and he like moved to like. Uh, Yishuv, and he got a tractor, and he was like the best tractor driver ever, and he had a farm, maybe he was in Gush Katif, I don't know where he was, but he was definitely like living his ultimate life by not connecting to Hashem or Yiddishkeit, but just connecting to the earth, and being very much in tune with this world, but not in a bad way, but just like really, not like he hates Tamide Chachamim, being very much immersed in this physical world for finding the beauty, not planning on finding Hashem there, but just for the beauty of the land. And then at some point in his life, even though he rejected it all and everything, somebody had him, um, oh shoot, I'm forgetting the details of the story. He ended up by the Lubavitcher Rebbe, okay? And when he got there, um, he decided he felt very, very connected to the Rebbe. He ended up in 770 and he started learning in the yeshiva and he became like the best Talmud in the entire yeshiva. And he would meet with the Rebbe and he would have like, do you know this person is? Yeah, no, I'm like, I do yeah. and it's driving me crazy Really? Right. His famous. His name is like a famous last name, and I forgot. Um, and anyway, he becomes like the best. Um, he becomes maybe it's from Chase Tao. I heard this from Chase Tao. Maybe you heard him speak. So he said. So he became the best helmet, and he was very very close. Oh, and he had yachidos. Reminds me of a different story. Um, <laughs> Yasi gave a story. No, no. Her, her, she she did. Did. Oh, really? Her, yeah. Her, it Maybe it's the same. Maybe you can help me. No, So he, so he becomes a very big talent in the yeshiva, and he's learning. I know it's like it's like insert king, insert like lost princess, insert like you know uh, the rebel, like somebody. Okay, so the, so he's learning with the rebel. He becomes very very close. He has yechidus with him, and he's star talent, huge huge talent. And then at one point he's having his yechidus with the rebel, and he goes to him, and. Um, and the Rebbe tells him, oh, you drive a, he, he looked at his name or something, whatever, he looked at him and he's like, oh, you, you drive a tractor. And he was like, oh my gosh, like, that's what my goal is like. Like, that's like a different part of my life. And he starts like, you know, looking into him a little bit more and he was like, that's not something that I want to be anymore. And he's like, no, actually you need to take that tractor and you need to go to Haifa. That's where I need to send you. And he was like, like, Amy Robert, like, come in right now, right? Like, my Deshaun does not want to go there. Like, you took me from a place that I was. You brought me to a place where I want to be. And now you're telling me to go back to that place 
And he's like, yes, I want you to go back to that place. And he insisted. And he said, but well, I don't want to listen. And he's like, listen, if you're my Rebbe, if I'm your Rebbe, you have to listen to me. If you don't believe I'm your Rebbe, then why are you even here to begin with? So he was like, okay. And he not willingly like took his bag and his coffee and he went on the next flight and he went to Haifa and he brought thousands of people back to Yiddish, right? Like, uh, like uh, willingly, yeah. Right, so here, he's a person who didn't want to go. He's like, my neshama does not want to be there. But only because my neshama went through all those things if it doesn't want to be here, I am the one who's able to impart all these beautiful messages on these people and connect these people to Yiddish. And that's it. And there's no happy ending. That's it. He probably did not want to be there. And now, I, I, don't, I don't want to get sad from it. I want to have a warm, fuzzy feeling from it. There is a happy ending. Because look at all these neshamas that came from it. But he, he was somebody who did not want to be here. But only because he was a regular Joe at one point, and then he was able to go to that degree and then to come back, he's like that fire. He's that lady that yearns to not be here, but is here. You just so put a whole lot of oil to shleichas. So it's just like to you know, make everyone fr- you know, to get everyone close to Hashem. But it's also our job to go into it, to... To be able to go into it, to be able to come out of it, to be able to go back into it again. That's fire. Water just comes. It flows. It goes. So this like is a fire love. Like knowing that we're supposed to be on one side of like, we want to sleep on that bench and show, but on the other hand, we live in this world, so like we have to learn to merge it. Isn't that what like Tanya is? Like finding the middle. Yeah. Realm? So this is a way. And by the way, this is the last love so that we're discussing. Like, uh, this yeah, is yeah, the last yeah, love that we're yeah, discussing yeah, because it's kind of like yeah. it's kind of what yeah. all the meditations <laughs> lead to. Yeah, all the meditations of love. We've been like. I don't know if you've got anybody been practicing it, like the meditations of like your Ava practicing it. If you practice it, like it makes your mind think of it so much. This is the highest, almost the highest level of it. This is a fiery love. This is a love that comes from Yira, which makes no sense. It's it's a conundrum. It's like a catch forty two. It doesn't make sense. It's like you want to be here, but you want to be there. It's a real paradox. And it's fiery love that like overflows to the left side in like chapter nine. Ooh, I don't remember that. I was just learning it. It's not like, uh, uh. Oh. Like, there was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I, no, so, no, I literally was just reading it the other day. So that's, so, like, so yeah, so these chapters are just developing the previous chapters before. Right. So it was probably it was, mentioned. Was yeah. A fiery love that comes from the left side. Oh, so it's a love. Is that goes from the right side on the meditation. Right, this is focusing on more of the meditation part of it. Like when I meditate, and when I'm feeling, was that enough of a concrete example? The Hold on, is this the love that we don't know is love? You don't go on a tractor. Is this love that we don't know is love? And we feel like it's, it's, it's. We feel like it's like. Like a, like a shot, like taking your kids to the shop. Like, is that the same type of idea? The day to day. I want to hear like you're trying to help the child. I remember you once gave like such a concrete example. One of my first times being here was like your coffee machine and you didn't have enough milk and you were giving it to your daughter and it was like. You walk through the whole thing of like your typical morning, so I was able to apply. Okay, so let's try to apply this. I happen to think Essie's example is really nice. Of like, I don't really want to be there, but I know that it's what I'm supposed to be there. But I want to. Okay, so let me find what we want to. Okay, let's think about. No, but you're not supposed to. Like, I really don't want to. Like, some of the big stuff you can say, like, I really don't want to, but I know my body needs to nourish me because I'm down here anyway. Kava Shabbos Kodesh. I love Shabbos Kodesh. I want to get there for a moment. Like, no. Is it say, oh, no, I just think it's part of even food I don't like. No, it's Ava that is stirred up from Yira. That's really what it is. We always say Ava comes from here, right? Ava comes from the right. It's an Ava that starts with you. So it's more just 
That's it's in our, our brain. Head. Yes. Our brain. It's, it's in your brain. In our brain. It's not it's, a physical thing. It's just as we go throughout our day, we just have this more like a thought. Like, we have like, more of a you're as an awe for a minute, even though it's fear. Like sometimes when you're like so full of awe for something, like it, it is awe. Like, it, it is awe. It is awe. And yeah. you're like, Hashem is just so great, and like He's doing all these kind things to me. Or like, even, like I don't know, like it could start off as like a fearful thing that turns into love. Like, That's what humble, it is. It's know? silver that turns into fire. It's, it's that it's, it's 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 it tarnishes. It's, it's like silver with fire. Like, I want to just be with it, like at the at the you know holding on to the yeah. coattails of the so like they don't right. It's it's it can basically the way that I'll uh, talk is that the people that don't want to be here are the best people. Because the people that want to be here, they're cozy. Like, it's good. I like it. It's the people that don't really want to be here that can tap into this. Not everybody can tap into this. You could practice it. You could this practice is, it. This is like tzaddik. It's tzaddik. It's, it's definitely tzaddik. Like, so, like, we're going to be in your recycling. It's definitely know. a tzaddik-like vibe. But remember we said tzaddik. how we all have tzaddik-like moments. I don't think it's right. We all have tzaddik-like so moments. It's like, like uh, uh, really sure we It's probably the deepest way to get from love because it's coming from here. It's not even an alley. Because she lives down the five towns. Like, we all live down because she lives. Even, like, the people who don't live because she lives. Right. We all live cushy lives like in order to put this in our life should we not sleep on a bench for 30 years but should we like is this what they're saying like to try to take something away it's from a your mindset. life a less don't do it physically no it's all intention by the way it's all rotten it's all rotten it's in your head it's meditation it's very important nobody everybody don't throw out your mattresses keep that no but like you could channel it to whatever you want because bottom line, it is an emotion. It's an emotion. It's, an emotion. it's something you're stirring up. It's in your head. It should lead to mitzvahs. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think what Mary said. One second. This is the most important thing. All Hasidic meditations lead to actions. So if you have to lead this to action, emotional. The, the, where if you, you would make a mistake if you just said, I just want to go back up to Hashem and leave everything. None of you made that mistake and they forgot to come home. You have to bring it, you have to return it. You have to make a U-turn. You have to go, go, go as deep as you can in your mind of like, I don't want any physicality. I don't need this stuff. I don't need fancy shoes. I don't need nice cars. I don't need nice houses. I know that all I want to do, my neshama just wants to come to Hashem. And then the second it touches Hashem, you feel the fire because it goes up. You say, one second, fire flickers, and I have to come back down. Make a U-turn and say, one second. Figgy, everything you're using, everything you're doing is connected to mitzvahs, right? You want to do mitzvahs. You can't do mitzvahs up there. You could do it here. The Paul Tavarov said, I cannot put tefillin on because I'm not here anymore. Once you're up there, you can't do it. So you have to remember that this must be connected to action. And that's all meditations lead to action. You're, this action takes a little bit longer time. It takes a detour. The road is closed. Uh, very whatever. basic detour. example. You want like a concrete example is going to sheer and just letting the just letting the information just flow through you or going to sheer and then saying okay oh this is amazing i'm connected to hashem but what am i going to do with that bringing it back down like you're all inspired and bring then you bring it back down right. so it's like i want to go to sheer because i want to connect hashem so you're here and then you leave you could either just Continue feeling, you know, light and airy and flighty and that's such a good feeling, that feeling. Or you could say, okay, I'm gonna go home and put that into my challah, put that into the way I interact with my kid or whatever it is. But that's not saying I don't want to be here. No, I feel like that's no
if but you, if you if let your head go there, if you let your head go there, then you go there. It feels like you're giving like a meditation right before the part of how many things are coming to my day. It's like you're it always has to be tied to an action. Right. Right? But the ichor is letting yourself flow. It's going on. I want to just repeat this. Mary said this also. Shh, one second. I know this because some of us have children that just want to just be up there and just go there, right? But Mary is saying the most important thing is that of this meditation is let yourself go as long as you can in the fire. Let yourself go. That's where that's where the meditation is going to be born. Right. Yeah. The point of this. The point of the meditation is of this one. It's a fiery love. It's not. Come back down it's right not. Away. It's not the U-turn. It's, it's go. Allow yourself to go up. Allow that. Beginning chapter because it feels like the. Be- it feels like I the beginning. Going back, like yeah, because we. Spe- because I feel like this should be the first meditation, and then when you come back, it's like, how am I infusing Hashem into everything? Because I, I don't even really want to be here. It's funny that it's the last, right? Because it feels like this is the foundation to start, right? Shabby, that's like you're a different person um, when you started, so maybe now you're seeing and you're like, oh, could have, but maybe. Could've. Right, like the fault of a rub. He's like, I could only say this because I did. This order. could only happen yeah, after a time. Like like you have to have the whole basis. You have to understand, right? Right. You know what? If you didn't have this, then you would think that this is a form of Yira. Then but it would be like a Buddhist monk. Right. Basically, you didn't right. have the whole back. Right. Somebody was saying this sounds like it, and it's not. It's not. It's not suicide. What? Who's saying it? You say? Oh, Aaron. Like. It's, it's like floating like, in the world. But think no, about it. People take it too. I'm right. Think about the Levian. I always think about, I think about the Levian. could read this and take it too intense, then. Right. A hundred percent. Everything taken in the stream is bad. Right. So the most important thing is remember to stay in that meditative state of fiery love, of not wanting to be connected to this world, only want to be connected to Hashem for as long as you can. And then come back. I think it's, it's, a it's a meditation. Right. It's a meditation. It's a meditation. Right. It's a meditation. Exactly. Forget me to come. Right. You'll just be like, yeah. You'll be like, I am a lady for this Shabbos. Right. By the way, you want to add it? This is just like a little bonus. In the end of times, in the times of Mashiach, it says that the Levian will become Kohanim and the Kohanim will be Levian. And that's that. There's really? this concept of Gilgulim. I think about Chomi all the time. Chomi always said, "She's like, I want to marry somebody who has a good voice. I want to marry a Kohen and someone who's taller than me." So she, he's my my brother is like the same height. Um, he does not have a good voice, and he's a lady. So she's always like, uh, "I got a third of it." Like, not even because she she's like, "I wanted a Kohen, but I got a lady." But then I remember that in the future it's going to be the Kohan. It's going to be in form of Gilgulim that the Levim are going to be born into Kohanim families. The Kohanim are going to be born into Levim because in the end of time. In Mashiach world, it's going to be a world of Gevura. Now we live in a world of Chesed. Our world is not balanced. Our world is in our world isn't stable enough. 
Our world is shaky. Our world is not stable enough to be in a living in a world of Gavura. By the way, feminine is Gavura. So that's why they say in the yes. ends of times it will be femininity. In Mashiach times it will be Gavura. So the Levim will become Kohanim. Not that I fully understand this, but I'm just putting it out there because I think it's a cool factor. But that's because of fiery love. If they're going to take the silver, turn it into gold. Ta-da. I feel like I did a little arm workout this morning. Okay. I'll end this here. Um, okay. So, yeah.